This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to Such a Lady. And if you are new, you have officially found your tribe. Um, Welcome. If you are tuning back in, thank you for the support, family. You guys uh, definitely made this birthday one for the books from Miss Wendella and her dog singing happy birthday to me. (laughs) It was so cute. I wanted to share, but I think it was kind of just for the two of us, and I appreciate that. But she's so so adorable, and so are her dogs. Um, So all of the birthday wishes to the videos to the cash apps to the emails like you all definitely made a girl feel really really special and then not only that but the fact that you all um thought about my daughter on her birthday like you guys really rock i definitely think of you all as more than listeners so when i say family i definitely mean it i don't throw that word around lightly because that's what we are and i would really like to and this is just me throwing this out here. So, y'all, yeah, let me know. Um, I would definitely like to start doing shout-outs for you guys' birthdays and anniversaries. I mean, because, like, I know anniversaries are kind of a touchy subject, but you didn't kill him. He didn't kill you. Let's celebrate. Like, you know, so I would love to shout you all out because um, I love y'all no other reason than that like why I gotta be a big reason I ain't got to have no official reason I just love y'all and I want to shout y'all out because y'all important to me so check it out y'all can email me at such a lady true crime at gmail.com or y'all can hit me up at such a lady 30 on Instagram or such a lady on Facebook I kid you not you guys I am definitely working on the website and I even got it like the first page but like you know I'm trying to do like the little drop down menus and it is definitely giving me a run for my money and it didn't help that my computer just crashed on me so um <clears throat> I definitely don't want to pay somebody right now I'm not gonna lie I feel like if I can do something then I'll do it. Um, I'll keep trying until I can't try no more. And because I was able to set up the first part of it, I'm invested. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think it's okay to delegate stuff. Um, But for me, I feel like if I learn how to do something, I can show somebody else how to do it. So everybody's learning. If I pay somebody, then just I'm winning. So, you know, I just feel like if I can get this down, then I can help other people, you know. But anyway, that's why the website's taking so long. Um, but I promise I'm working on it every day. Like, I got bags under my eyes to prove it. But let's get into it. Our Such a Lady this week is going to be our Tisha Williams. So thank you so much for following us on um, Such a Lady. Uh, 
bossed up candles, her faith. Thank you so much for being so loyal because you don't have to be. And I just want you to know that we appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I will be reaching out to you so that we can send you your such a lady gift. Um, Now, I have noticed that with a lot of the stories like recently that we've been talking about, the women will get married at a young age because their home life is so bad. And when I thought about that, I really got sad because the more I do these episodes, the more I want to get better for you all. So the more I'm doing research, but the more I dig into these stories and these cases, the people become more than just stories. They actually become stories and people so you're able to look and say dang that's messed up and in no way am I saying that the victims don't deserve justice I'm just saying that some of these stories you can look at and say dang how many times did a person have to get failed before finally something toxic happened it is sad but you see it so often and um you'll see it in our next toxic love story um with the young lady named Judith Ann Adams. And I don't know if you all have ever heard about her, but I hadn't. I was just, okay, so I do pray about these episodes. I'm not going to lie. I pray about them. I pray over them simply because I want to make sure that I'm not just picking something random, you know, something that feel good. Like I really take this as a job because it is, it's my job. It's my job to tell these stories. So I say that, but y'all are not going to believe me, but I'm, I'm researching the case or whatever. And they're like stuff that happened on my birth. It was just signs like, this is the story that you should tell. And so this is the story that we gon' we gonna talk about. Now Judith Ann was born in Murphy Burroughs, Tennessee. And I probably jacked it up, but I mean what else is new, y'all? Uh, <laughs> now her father was an alcoholic who died in a motor uh, cycle accident when Judith Ann was nine years old. Then her mother was said to be promiscuous and would always have like men coming and going in and out of the house. And she was even said to be arrested at one point for um, contributing to the delinquency of a teenage boy. So this is a grown woman with the daughter that's out here, you know, playing with all these men. So I'm pretty sure that Judith Ann wasn't really getting the attention that she needed and craved. Her dad passed away and then her mom was more concerned about the men than she was about her. So I'm pretty sure that by the time that she was 15, she was ready to blow that popsicle stand. And I could definitely see why, because her mom was more worried about men than her daughter. So at the age of 15, Judith Ann meets this and notice I didn't I like Judith Ann. It runs together. I like it rolls off my tongue good. So Judith Ann meets this overweight, pudgy guy who was 28. Now, Judith Ann was 15 and he was 28. He knew better. I'm not saying that, you know, at 15. At 15, I was, listen, I'm not saying I didn't like boys, but I wasn't trying to be nobody's wife at 15. Like, like, you could call, but... 
hell, my mama wasn't finna let me be nobody's wife at 15, because that was what I remember when I think back to 15, I remember when I had that, though, you remember, some of y'all might not, but it was those um, house phones that were see-through, and so, like, when my mama said it was time for me to get off the phone, my bedtime was like 10 o'clock, I would cut the ringer off, and then when people would call, <laughs> the phone would just ring, and I would just answer it. I remember one time my mama picked up the phone, and I hung up thinking that the other person was gonna hang up he gonna call back like dude what part of read the room did you not understand but I say all that to say at 15 I was boy obsessed but my home life wasn't so bad that I felt like I had to get out of there but that was my story that was not Judith Ann's story because she was ready to go and she met this man named Alvin and although he was older and he was married to someone else that didn't matter to Judith Ann or to Alvin they didn't care because shortly after meeting Judith Ann Alvin leaves his wife now from everything I read on that I don't think his wife was too upset because he was abusive to her like at one point he even went as far as shooting her so I'm sure she was happy to see him go I'm sure she changed the locks as quickly as possible because I'm sure she felt like she made it out alive like go on ahead with your new boo like if anything I'm praying for her because she don't know what she getting into um and so again it brings me to the point was Judith Ann just leaving because she wanted out because when we think about it Alvin didn't have any money he wasn't that easy on the eyes he was way older than her. And I mean, so really what was she gaining other than her being able to get out of her um, mother's house? But either way, regardless of if she was leaving because she wanted to get out of that home or because she really did love Alvin, meeting him would forever change Judith Ann's life. And it really sucks because she was only 15 so it was kind of like she her, ruined her life before it even began now alvin was already a two-bit crime thief i mean he was a car thief and he would you know rob places here and there so whenever him and judith ann got together it was kind of like she just kind of fell in line with what he was already doing um and they would start robbing convenience stores. They would rob gas stations. They were like forging checks. They were doing it all. So it was like they were even calling themselves not Bonnie and Claude, but Boney and Claude. Like, <laughs> I guess that was the great value version. I don't know. It wasn't cute. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but so like they're just going around thinking that they're like this bomb couple like they're just this untouchable couple and so at one point um alvin runs into some money and he gets two cars and so they have these two separate cars that they ride around in and they're talking to each other on the cb 
And I don't know if any of y'all remember the CBs, but my dad used to have one of his Cadillac. And I used to think it was so cool when they used to talk to people like I did. I used to be so excited to ride in the Cadillac with the CB in it. But um, this was back in the day. Um, So it kind of tells you how old this story is um, because we're talking CB. So they would like ride around with these CBs all day and talk to each other like they weren't in the same place. But it was because they were out hunting, like they were doing crimes and they would talk to each other over secret codes through the CBs. Well, eventually all this crime and robbing and stuff like that caught up to them and they ended up getting arrested while they were trying to cash a um a stolen check or a forged check or whatever so they get arrested and because you know alvin is older than dirt um he could be somebody's daddy you don't got no business messing with this child and then again who married y'all i mean i guess maybe i mean it is back in the day so i'm just kind of like but i mean did you have to get signed out of school for this marriage i mean like what i don't know so okay so they go to they go to jail well alvin goes to jail but judith ann doesn't because again she's Underage, So she ends up going to a youth detention center. Well, while she's at this youth detention center, she's um, writing Alvin and talking to him. And she's telling him how bad things are for her there and how she's being <clears throat> mistreated there. And, you know, the staff is mishandling her and there's some sexual abuse going on. And, of course, you know, Alvin is crazy about her. He didn't left his wife for her. Like, he like, listen, I don't have no understanding. What is going on? And then to add insult to injury, guess what? Judith Ann was pregnant with twins. So not only is Alvin pissed because they're mistreating his wife, now they're mistreating his unborn twins. And so he, but he's in a situation where he can't do anything about it because guess what? He's locked up too. So eventually... Judith Ann gets out and she goes and she stays with his parents until he gets out. Um, And she has the twins. And you would think that maybe once they have these babies, they're going to start, you know, maybe let's let's turn a new leaf around. Let's make better choices for the twins. You know, we can't be good parents if we're not good parents. You know, we're not making better choices. But that's not what they did. So Alvin gets released early. And... In his mind, he's still pissed off because they was mistreating his girl while she was at the youth detention center. So when they get out, they decide that they're going to get revenge on these people. So on one of the um, workers that worked there, they ended up shooting up his. Ha- they ended up shooting up his house, like for real, for real. Then the other lady that worked there, they ended up throwing a Molotov cocktail and <clears throat> nobody died, but they were out, but Judith M was also calling these people and leaving threatening messages and all kind of stuff. And so was Alvin, like they were pissed. They were going to get their revenge. And it was kind of like they slowly, but surely escalated from robbing stores to shooting up people's house to wanting to do sexual stuff now this is where I kind of got confused because 
I thought, especially based off of Alvin's history with his abuse and how he used to treat his ex-wife, I thought that he was the, you know, the initiator. Like maybe um, Judith Ann was doing the stuff because of him. She she didn't want him to go anywhere. Like he was her meal ticket. But like based on the story and based on some of the testimony, it seemed like Judith Ann was just as down as Alvin was. And even he said that she was like his crazy, deranged soulmate. And then it got me to thinking maybe she met her crazy. You know how people are like, you know, I met him and I felt like it was okay to be myself. Like it was okay to let my hair down. Maybe her hair down was crazy. Maybe she was a psychopath. And then when she met Alvin, it was kind of like, well, dang, like maybe one day he did something that was like psychopathic. And then she was like, that's cute. And then she did something psychopathic. And he was like, oh, show me how. And then they realized that it was okay to be themselves. And that's really crazy when two crazy people find each other. Because what ended up happening was... They're riding around on the CB I can vision and they're talking and she's like, listen, this is lady sundown. And he's like, this is daddy old school, you know, whatever they're saying or whatever. And they're like, um, let's, let's meet up. So there's this girl, her name is Lisa and she's a 13 year old and she's a young child. She's out on a, I guess kind of like a day trip because she's at a at a, deten- a youth detention center um, and they're out having a good time at the mall and somehow Lisa gets separated from her group and when she gets separated from her group Judith Ann and Alvin take this as the perfect opportunity to lure her away. And so they end up taking her to this little seedy motel. Now, mind you, the twins are there. They take her to this little seedy motel and they take turns raping this 13-year-old, just raping her and torturing her. And guess what? It wasn't like they got a babysitter for the twins because the twins were there while they were doing this stuff. So they're they're raping and torturing this this baby because she is a baby. Um, hell, Judith Ann is really a baby too, but she, she ain't acting like one. So when Judith Ann gets tired of raping and torturing her, she decides to start injecting this baby with liquid Drano and liquid plumber because she wants to kill her. And she's thinking that this is a way to kill her. And in my mind, you got to be a crazy type of person because you've done all this torture. You've done all this rape. You've done all this stuff. But then you decide that when you want to kill her, you you want her to die a painful death. Unbeknownst to Judith, Judith Ann that doing that wasn't going to kill her. It was going to make the 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 process of killing her more torturing, you know, more painful for Lisa. But records would show that every time Judith Ann would like inject her with the Drano or the liquid plumber, it would like turn her skin into some type of avocado-ish type. And so she did this for over half an hour sticking her over six times like you got to be like like what is going on in your head and where is Alvin at 
is he over with the chipmunks? Like, where, where is that Simon? And th- where nobody is saying stop. Like, nobody is saying enough is enough for this poor baby. So when they finally realize that the liquid Drano and injecting her isn't going to work, they take her to a cliff and Judith Ann shoots her three times and watches her fall over the cliff to her death. Like nothing happens. So so you get back in your car and y'all just go on like everything's okay. They think they thought they had gotten away with it. Um, even so to the fact that five days later, Judith Ann was on the hunt to find another lady. And she saw this lady at a payphone and she tried to, you know, um, take the opportunity to get her. But unfortunately, either the lady ended up getting in the car with someone or she didn't get off the phone and Judith Ann got frustrated. But that lady did not know that that day she could have died until later on after all of this stuff came out. So, you know, once you have, once you're, uh, once you're a psychopath and you know, you've got a taste of this, you want more. So they're out on the hunt and again, and they got the twins with them this time and they're in two separate cars. Now, this is where the story gets a little tricky because they see a Janice Chapman and they want her, but she's with her fiance. Now, some stories say that they invited her to a party, but her fiance at the time, John Hancock, says that's not true, which would make sense because he states that they ended up separating them because and um, and they agreed because they were in two separate cars and they had the twins. So that would make more sense. Like, how would you invite somebody to a party with your twins? But then again, who knows? Y'all just killed somebody with the twins. So I don't put nothing past them. But John said that they spoke with Janice and told her that they were lost and they needed directions. And so they got both of them in each car. And so, again, they didn't care about John. They only wanted Janice, but John was there. And and I'm guessing like maybe they had been looking at other women. And at this point, they were kind of like desperate, like, listen, we can just get rid of him. And that's what the plan was. So they took John and they ended up um, shooting him. And then they left him to die. Well, once they got rid of him, which was the whole goal, they ended up taking Janice to another seedy motel. And they rape her. They torture her. But then this time they don't use the liquid Drano and the liquid plumber because Judith Ann realizes that that was just a waste of time. It didn't work. She learned from her mistakes with Lisa. So they just shoot her and then they take her to a wooded area and then they leave her there. Like she's just trash. Nothing at all. But they didn't know that, guess what? Her fiance didn't die. Okay, he got shot, but he didn't die. And he recalls that Judith then was the person that shot him. Now, he says that, yeah, um, Alvin was kind of telling her what to do, but she didn't seem like she was being forced to do anything. She seemed like she was willing and able to help get rid of him so that they could get his fiance. 
And it's sad because what I read said that his fiance um, was mentally um, retarded. And that's really sad because not only do you stalk this lady out, not only do you pick her out, not only do you decide that this is someone that you want to rape and torture and then you kill her, but then you pick someone who's not even given a fair chance to fight. That that really, really sucks. So when the police are investigating these crimes, the crimes of Lisa and then these people who are doing these threatening calls, shooting up houses and all this stuff, John Hancock is at the police station and he's given his statement and somehow, some way, he hears the recording and the voices on the recording, he immediately recognizes. He's like, listen, that's the lady who shot me. Those are the people who killed, you know, who, who tried to kill me, who took my fiance. And so John Hancock ends up assisting them with finding, you know, where Alvin and Judith Ann are at. Because they think at this point they didn't got away with it. They getting ready to move on to the next cup, to the next victim. And unfortunately, they don't because they end up getting caught. Um, <clears throat> now, as soon as they got caught, of course, they start. Well, no, let me not lie. Alvin starts turning on uh, Judith Ann. But Judith Ann really doesn't turn on him. She kind of confesses to everything. She's like, listen, I did it. You know, I I was the one who was injecting the girl, the girl, and I was the one who shot her. And, you know, she was even telling people that um, when she shot Lisa and pushed her, you know, and she shot her over the cliff that Alvin was masturbating to her while looking down over the cliff. So she was like telling everything. Um, and she was putting it on her. She wasn't putting it on him. It was kind of like, she was just saying like, I'm not trying to say I wasn't the bad person in this. Like I, I take accountability for it. But Alvin was like, look, I didn't do nothing. I wasn't there. And then eventually the more the police talked to him, the more his story began to change. But so did Judith, Judith Ann's story. Hers began to change, but it didn't matter because at this point, Judith Ann is pregnant. So she got the twins and then she got this baby on the way. So every time this girl didn't got pregnant, she didn't been locked up. And I'm just saying that maybe you don't need to have no more kids, but she wouldn't get the chance to because the judge would go on to sentence her to death, which I'm not going to lie. I do go back and forth with the death penalty because I'm just like, dude, an eye for an eye, you know, but then I'm just like, I don't ever want to be the person to have to decide that. And I'm glad that I'm not because, you know, you, um, the people who are killed, you feel so much pain for them. But then also sometimes I'm like, the death penalty is like a slow death. I mean, you know, like a quick death, not a slow death, a quick death. Like, it's like you got out of the punishment easy. So I don't know, but that's why I don't get paid to do that. I get paid to talk to y'all on such a lady. So, but if y'all want to pay me to do that, I mean, listen, y'all can always reach out. I'm always open. I'm very multi-talented, but no, all joking aside, I just go back and forth with that about the death penalty. But in the end, Judith Ann's sentence ended up being converted to life. So um, she did not get the death penalty, which um, a lot of people were upset about because she had done so many, um, so many 
heinous crimes. And then the two that we spoke of today are not all. They confess to mo- to more mo- to mo- to blah, 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 blah. give me a new tongue, y'all. Just throw away the one I got and give me a new one. <laughs> they confess to more murders than just these two, but these were the two profiled ones. These were the ones that they got charged with. So they were really out here, like thinking they really were Boney and and Claudine, but again, like them, they got caught. And they went to jail. And well, I don't know. Like, let me back. Let me let me track that up. Like them, they got caught. And they went to jail. And their story didn't end like the real Bonnie and Clyde. It absolutely didn't. So if you are in a toxic relationship or you don't think it's toxic and you and your boo is out here running around thinking y'all Bonnie and Clyde or Bonnie and Clyde, chill out. Listen. Because it's only going to end you. It's only going to end you up in jail or in a place that you don't want to be. Now, thank you guys for tuning in. I love you all so much. Don't forget to be great on purpose this week. And if you were looking for a confirmation to leave that toxic relationship, this is it. That's all you need. Leave, sis. Leave, bro. If you if, Listen, if I have any gentlemen out here listening to such a lady... I appreciate you, but you too, if you're in a toxic relationship and you're looking for a sign, this is it. Nobody deserves to be treated like trash, regardless of your age, gender, preference, anything. You're worth more, but you can't expect someone else to see it if you don't see it. So how about I meet you all back here next Monday, same time, same place. And if you want to talk about the episodes, you know where to meet me at such a lady 30 on Instagram, such a lady on Facebook. And you can email us at such a lady, true crime at gmail.com. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.